Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California. While Republicans are celebrating and Democrats reeling, after Republican political newcomer Glenn Youngkin won the Virginia governor's race and New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy got an unexpectedly strong fight from a Republican challenger, turning what was supposed to be an easy win into a nail-biter. Both sides are trying to figure out what this portends for next year's midterm elections. And to help us do that today, we're joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Lan He Chen of Mountain View. He's director of domestic policy studies and a lecturer in the public policy program at Stanford. He was a top policy advisor to the presidential campaigns of both Mitt Romney and Marco Rubio. And now he is a candidate for office himself as a Republican running for state controller in California in 2022. Thank you so much for being with us today on the State of California. Thank you, Doug. So what is your takeaway from Tuesday night's results? I mean, Republicans, uh, Glenn Youngkin in Virginia, um, didn't, he ran away from Trump to some extent and was able to activate enough suburban voters to win and knock off Democrat Terry McAuliffe. What does that tell you about the path forward for Republicans? Well, I think, first of all, what Glenn Youngkin and other Republicans in Virginia were able to do was to focus voters' attention on what was happening in Virginia. Uh, I think Youngkin in particular was very focused on Virginia issues, education policy, uh, issues that were specific to Virginia's economy. And I think those are the issues that suburban voters in Virginia really focused in on. And I think that is going to be the story of this election. It's going to be a candidate's ability to focus on uh, issues that are pertinent to voters in state, in a state race, uh, and the ability then to, to flip uh, a number of important constituencies. For example, I saw somewhere that he was able to uh, win amongst suburban women and, and, and basically turn uh, a 15-point difference from the 2020 election and what we saw there in that uh, contest. So uh, it, it really is about focusing on the important issues that voters in-state care about, and I think that's something that can be learned by candidates and Republicans across the country. Now, California is certainly not Virginia. Uh, it's a much bluer state, although Virginia had been trending pretty blue in recent years. Um, does an issue like schools, which turned out to be very big in Virginia, does that resonate in California? Is that something you can see using uh, in your race in 2022? Yeah, look, I think education is is important because it affects um, you know, pretty much every Californian in some way. And the state of our schools and what's going on, particularly coming out of the COVID pandemic and what for a lot of students was a, a very difficult year uh, in terms of not being able to learn in the classroom because of the pandemic, and then I think what's happening with schools and how schools can can improve, given the massive amounts of funding that have gone into public schools, uh, in particular, I, I think is a major question for a lot of Californians. Uh, in my own campaign as controller, you know, one of the responsibilities the controller has is a regular audit of local educational authorities and where money is going in school districts 
And I think transparency around how that money is being spent and whether that money is actually getting to kids is something that voters are going to want to see and can be an important issue. A, a Republican had not won statewide in Virginia in a dozen years, and a Republican yeah. hasn't won statewide in California since Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, which is you know almost a dozen years, um, or, or more, actually. Over. Yeah, yeah. Well, 2006 was the last time, so his, his term ended 11 years ago. Um, what does that tell you? D- d- does that mean to you that, yes, the door could be open in California for someone like you, who's a, who's a more moderate um, Republican candidate, not closely tied to Donald Trump, for example? Yeah, look, I think there is definitely a an opportunity, and, and it just shows that there are no trends in politics that last forever. Uh, if you look at things that happen around the country, there have been things said, you know, a Republican will never win here, a Democrat will never win there, and, you know, that always ends up being untrue. And I think in California, we can have true political competition if candidates are focused on ideas and doing, you know, kind of a lot of things that I think Glenn Youngkin did in Virginia in terms of focusing on issues that are pertinent to people's everyday lives. So uh, I do think there's tremendous opportunity. I think Virginia can be a bellwether for even a state like California that has been perceived as out of reach for Republicans. Uh, but it's going to take the right kind of candidacy and the right kind of race. And I'm hopeful that I can put all that together next year. How much does having a little bit of wind in your sails from any Republican momentum as they try to take back the House, uh, how much can that help you as a statewide candidate as opposed to someone who's running in, say, a swing House district in California? Yeah, great question. I think there'll be a number of very competitive congressional elections in California next year. We'll see how it all comes out because we're still going through the redistricting process and we'll figure out what the lines look like. But we know, for example, there's going to be a couple of competitive races down in Southern California. There'll be one in the Central Valley. There probably may even be a a few near Sacramento and in Northern California, depending again on how these lines come out. And, And I think anytime you have competitive races like that, that helps to fuel enthusiasm. It helps to demonstrate that there can be strong candidates up and down the ballot. So I think whatever efforts we see in those congressional districts that are competitive will certainly inure to the benefit of candidates who are running competitively statewide as well. You know, in the recall election in September, people thought that there was a real chance that Governor Newsom could be in trouble. And as it turned out, he won by the exact same margin he did three years ago when he was elected governor. So uh, if the Republicans couldn't make headway there, why will 2022 be different? Yeah, I I think there's a few factors. First of all, when the recall election was focused on the performance of the incumbent governor and some of the issues we face in our state, and I'm, I'm thinking about during the summer months, July and August, A lot of the polling that I've seen and the publicly available polling concluded that the governor was at risk. And in fact, the governor probably would have lost an election if it had been held then. Uh, I think when the the focus came off of the governor's performance and when the governor himself took the focus off of his own performance, um, he managed to uh, to successfully, uh, you know, send back any effort to recall him. And so I think fundamentally, when we're talking about some of the challenges we face as a state, some of those issues and ideas, I think that creates opportunity. The other thing I'll say is, you know, I do think candidates matter. And I think what candidates say matter. And I think their focus matters as well. And that's why for Republicans or really for any uh, non-Democrat to be successful in California, it's got to be the combination of both focus on issues, but also uh, an environment where people want change, where they see there's an opportunity to 
um, to, to turn away the status quo because for some reason they're dissatisfied with that. And so it's going to take the combination of a number of different factors to bring about the kind of change I hope we see next year. Uh, but, you know, you, you, you got to be in it to win it. And that's one of the reasons why I've declared my candidacy and why I'm, I'm competing hard uh, in this particular race. Well, I look forward to talking with you more as the campaign goes on, but I'm afraid we're out of time. Thank you so much for being with me. Thanks for the time. Lon He Chen, candidate for state controller, lecturer at Stanford University. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.